Hey, everybody. It is Michael White, and here's my co-host. I'm Guys, we're back, as we said, for season four. Uh, we're really excited. Um, we actually have a lot of guests lined up for this month. Um, you know, we actually have guests that are going to be coming on talking about finances and relationships. We have another guest coming on talking about emotional intelligence. Uh, she'll be coming back to do one on health, like actual health, like taking care of yourself. And then we have a gentleman coming on who's happily married, who's going to be talking about should relationships be like businesses. Hmm. So it's going to be a very fruitful month for us. We want you guys to like, share, subscribe. Like we do have requirements for our podcast. Like if you're going to come here, don't just watch, like, share, subscribe, participate, right? Um, that's it's the only more requirement. interesting as well. It's a, it's a lot yeah. nicer, isn't it? And it's free. Yeah, it's free to do. Yeah, it's like free samples at the grocery store. You're going to say no to a free sample? No, absolutely not. Exactly, <laughs> absolutely not. not. If he's like, oh, here's some truffles, you're going to have to be like, no. It's free. No. Okay, it's free. Especially if it was free wine, most people go, yeah, okay. okay thank you. <laughs> thank you. Especially if it's free wine, you're not going to be like, no, I don't want it. It's free wine, sir. Well, no, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't even drink and I still take the free wine. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to play the promo video. Uh, and then I have like one thing to share with you guys. And then we will get into today, to today's topic, man. So again, I'm going to do a quick screen share uh, just to share something important with you guys. Um, it's important to us. Um, and I think you guys will like it. And I'm really looking forward to sharing with you. I wanted to share it on the first episode, but I didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to share it with you guys today. Um, I wish we could do a little drum roll thing, but we can't. That's going to go. Uh, exactly. We don't have a little drum roll thing. Look, guys, if you go to our page on YouTube, we have a clips playlist where you can watch all of our three-minute clips of everything that we post on Instagram and TikTok. So honestly, it's a new addition that we've added where you guys will be able to watch every single clip that we've posted on Instagram. You guys don't want to watch us for an hour, 20 minutes. That's understandable. You guys might be like, hey, man, damn, that's too long. We've actually given you a solution and we have a clips channel on our YouTube channel. You can just type us in love and relationship conversations. The logo is there. You can find us. You can type love and relationship conversations, Michael White or Anthea Morfetus. Find us on YouTube, like us, share, subscribe, whatever it is. But you want to watch a three minute clip of us that's available for you. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic. What Does your past define your future? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. No, nope, it does not. <laughs> I have to disagree for certain reasons because it depends on what context we're talking about. Are we talking about <clears throat> relationships? Now, clearly on this podcast, we talk about dating and relationships, right? So I'm going to say, Anthea, why do you say no, it doesn't? 
Because as long as you can learn from your past, I truly believe, and you want to make a change. So say, let's say it's in the content of relationship and you've had bad relationships and every relationship you've been in has not gone your way. Um, and now you've reached a stage where you're just like, I've had enough. Now, those relationships, you can learn from them and you can take all, you have to be able to heal yourself through them, forgive everything that's happened, forgive yourself for being in this situation in the first place, but go for a healing process and come to the point where you now choose better and you don't give your time and attention to the people that, like, you, I think it's about everything we've ever spoken about, Michael, in the sense of, you know, looking out for the red flags, vetting somebody, taking your time with something and then that past that's happened before, you can literally put it to rest because you're you're turning up as a new individual. You don't. You're now choosing differently. You're now uh, your awareness is at another level. You're looking for something different. So I think if you can stand from that point, that standpoint, the past shouldn't really affect you. You can use it as a reference to say, I know that's not what I want. And I know what I'm looking for now. But if you focus on everything you don't want, you're going to keep getting that as far as I, I, I'm concerned. Um, but if you focus on all the things you do want and you actively are looking for that in a partner, then when you do meet up with people then and you're looking for someone, then you can find those things that you like and you can have your own tick list to say, OK, that covers that, covers that, covers that. Um and if it goes along the line and you find that old traits are kicking in, then I wouldn't blame the other person. I'd have to come back to myself and say, well, what am I doing the same as what I'd done before? Because I'm obviously, if, if it's coming back into your life in, in how things were previously, there's something to do with yourself. And I think too many of us find it very easy to put the blame on other people, but actually we've got to look at ourselves to what's happening. So that's why I say that the past doesn't define you if you are prepared to go through that healing process and really stand in a place of knowing where you what you want and being able to vet the person and uh, be just super aware, to be fair, Michael. I think, you know, that's how I see it anyway. I agree with you. So look, guys, we have two people in here. Please like, share, and subscribe for the video. Um, it's going to help us. Um, and that's what I mean. We're very happy to give you guys the content. But at the same time, we also need the support and love. So the reason why I'm saying someone's past matters in a relationship context, it's because you need to know what you're bringing into your life. And I'm going to give some excellent analogies. Think about it. When you buy a house, do they just let you live in there? Or do they do a background check to see what your history has been like? We all know that when you buy a house, right? And obviously, if it's good enough for them, it should be good enough for me. When you buy a house, they do a history check, right? To make sure that you've paid your bills on time, you have a good credit score, all these things, right? Because if you, let's say, are not qualified to get that house, why should you still get the house? Now, with that being said, if you have a bad past or whatever, or your past or whatever, but you're making changes in your behavior, now there's a different level of consideration into play. You see what I'm saying? So let's say you meet someone and they have a spotty past of cheating or something and they tell you, right? But you've seen changes in their behavior. That's what I'm saying. Someone's past does matter because it can reflect on the present, especially if they've made poor choices in the past. You need to know what you're bringing into your life. 
And that's where a lot of people get hurt because all they see is like the fuzzies and they bring this person into their, their, their present. All these things start to come up from their past. Let's say trauma, bad behaviors or whatever. And because you didn't vet or you didn't do anything or do proper research, now you're stuck in a situation where you're like, I like them. I want to leave. I like them. I want to leave. And you've created a problem for yourself. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I think that's why I was, you know, um, on the point that I was making, there was, you. It, it's got to be something that you are, you've recognized in yourself and you're going for a healing process and then you can turn up with honesty and uh, when you're standing there with and being honest and saying look this is what's happened in my past but that's not defining who I am today because it's you've not, made an adjustment because I made an adjustment thing. yeah you and it's defining I suppose it, you can I mean look that's kind of contradicting in this sense where I say where I'm just saying what I'm just saying right now is like it doesn't define who you are today, but it does define who you are today because everything that's happened up until up until now is going to define you. And if that includes healing, that will also define who you are today. So True. It well, just, let's, well, let's kick it up a notch, actually. Let's kick it up a notch. Anthea, you've rented cars before, right? Yep. You've rented vehicles, right? Yep. When you've rented these vehicles, did they do a check to make sure that you were let's say an upstanding citizen. Yes. <laughs> right. So if we're going to use this analogy, think about it this way. Why would they rent out a car to someone knowing that they've been in like 10 accidents? That yeah. would be foolish on their, on their part to say, well, we'll still give you a car, even though you've been in like 10 accidents. Yeah. I'm sorry. To me, it's like, that's, that's. However, if that person had had 10 accidents and that, but since they realized that that keeps on, that's what keeps on happening. Their driving skills are very poor, mm. but they took the over in the UK, you can take extra lessons for, um, yeah. for different type for of driving. driving license. Yeah. Different type type of driving license, which allows you to be able to speed and do certain things. I can't remember what it's called, um, but let's say you took some, you went into that kind of, you went into a, a course, a driving course, mm. and you'd gone to a number of them and you've really, you know, you've really gone into it to say, okay, I've now taken this course, I qualified like that, my driving skills have improved, I've had I've had an instructor with me, I've now learned this and that, and I know mm. how to use my mirrors better, I know, and you've done all of that, then that car company would look at those certificates and be able to pass you to rent that car because you've now taken different steps and you've mm. made a change, right? But if you was just a person that had the accidents and hadn't done nothing about it and you're standing there going, well, yeah, I, I smash cars. That's what I do, you know? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> then you wouldn't get it. But let's be honest. Even if you do the course and you do all that stuff and you still make the changes, they still might not rent you a car because you're still a risk factor. You see what I'm saying? Like, let's say, for example, hypothetically, you met a guy. He's a great guy. You like him. But he's cheated on his last five girlfriends. But he has changed. You might not still be willing to take the risk. 
Mm. Yeah, and that's an individual, um, that's, that's, that's something that each person would have to make that decision. But I think, you know, you've got people who are very forgiving in that sense and be, and can see that people have changed and are willing to take that chance and other people that they've got anxiety and they can't cope with things Well, like you can't that. get mad at somebody, even if you've changed. You can't get mad at somebody, especially if you've told them you've had a past, you can't get mad at them for pay, for not picking you, especially no, if you've changed. You can't. No, because you can't. to them, they're like, yo, this person's a risk factor. Hmm. Like, even though they've seen that you've changed, it's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't. And if you're not if you're not the person to give them that chance, then you're not the person for them anyway. So I don't think anyone should get upset. No. Well, like, look, on this podcast, we don't like to lie. We like to be honest. Years ago, I got to know a girl. Fantastic girl. Loved her. She's fantastic. We always had a good time. Right? And then when the relationship started to go deep, right? Because, again, we've talked about it on podcasts. Relationships need to go deep. I was very attracted to her in the beginning. When she told me the truth that she had at least a hundred bodies, my attraction level went down and I stopped wanting to get to know her. That was her past. She stopped doing that. And she didn't do that anymore. But I was just like, no, sorry, I can't. It was a risk factor for me. But there's some, that's something you can't change. You can't even improve on that. <laughs> no, it's happened. You can't, but it was like still like, and I, and even though after we still like remained in contact, I told her, if the guy doesn't ask, don't tell him because if you do, he go run. Yeah. Because a hundred bodies, you've, as a woman, you're, you know, you're taking it. So to me, that is something completely different to cheating because Mm. a cheater could, could possibly change and could take different actions and different ways to improve themselves because it was actions that they done that didn't involve um it okay it still involves having sexual activities in the bedroom and whatnot but for a woman to have over a hundred bodies going inside her body that you can't do nothing about that as in like you can't improve on that. Just even if you say, like, I'm not doing that anymore, you still had that in your body, whichever which well, way I see her as a risk it. because I said she looks like someone that's never satisfied. Yeah. But well, to go through that many people, then you can't be satisfied, can you? There's a lot of people to go through. <laughs> and that's what I mean. And I was and I wasn't judging. And I and again on this podcast, we don't judge, we don't shame, we don't attack men or women, we just acknowledge certain things. I couldn't go through with having a relationship with her. I couldn't. My mind wouldn't let me. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to say that I'm not trying to say that we need to show up with perfect pasts, but we need to be honest so they know what they're getting into and you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Because they need to give you the chance to say no. Yeah. That's the thing, because you'll have people that will jump into a relationship with somebody, they've been with them for three months, and then they find out that they're a serial cheater. And then it's like, you could have avoided all that heartache if you just would have been honest. Look, I've cheated in my past, X, Y, Z, I don't do that anymore, I've healed, I've taken breaks, 
if you give me the opportunity or you're interested, I'd love to show you that, you know, that, that man or woman doesn't exist anymore. But then do we really have to expose ourselves like that? At the end of the day, if you, you know, do. if you've got your own integrity and you're standing knowing that that's, you're not going to do that anymore, then why would you put someone in? A, why would you say it to someone when you know that you've had, let's say you've got this great connection, things are mm-hmm. fantastic, and then you tell them that, then that could just, that's as a past, it's gone, it's done, it's dusted. You know, it's, it's no longer there. It's not part of your present moment anymore. Mm-hmm. So... So do you really have to then go in and tell somebody that's what well, you've done? The reason why you're going to tell them it's because you guys are going to go deep at some point. And it is very important for you to know what you're getting into. Don't you think about it this way, Anthea, don't you think from a lot of your relationships if you would have known certain things, would you have still moved forward with those men? Well, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. So yeah, that's what I'm saying though, like if you knew someone. certain things, you would have been like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Like, I can't date you. Mm. If they would have been up front from the get-go, instead of waiting for you to get in the relationship, for you to get the connection, for you to get the feelings, and then say whatever they said. And then at that point, you're flabbergasted because you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I mean, that's happened once. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, relationships of what's been said but it's, I think the most recent one that you know of then that would have definitely been so worth me knowing all the things that came with that had I known from the beginning absolutely Michael I would because never because there's no judgment it's just when someone tells you that you can't handle it it's like yeah. I don't want to deal with that well it yeah you're a bad person it's just no. it's not something that I want to tackle on Thank you. And that's what it comes down to. It's a personal preference that I would prefer not to go through that and not to um, have to deal with anything like that. I, I, I like peace in my life. And that wasn't peace. That was very destructive. So to have that come along and not realize, but portray something so peaceful mm. and then show later through other people that it's not that. There's no peace here. This is upside down, back to front. It's- and every angle you can think of. <laughs> and that's the thing. I'm not saying that you go on a date and you say, are you a serial cheater? Have you cheated no. before? No, but I'm saying at a point, once you've established that there is a connection, that this is a thing, you guys have gone out for maybe two, three weeks. There needs to be a, a, a period where you guys are upfront with each other yeah. of, are we going to move forward? And if we are, are there any skeletons in your closet? Yeah. That I need to know about before I commit to this. Yeah, because it's true. Because I think you're right in what you're saying there. Because I think, you know what, when when you go deep with somebody, if you're holding something back, then you're going to naturally feel that in yourself. And that's naturally going to emanate to the other person, which could cause friction without even knowing that that's happened. Because subconsciously, you know. But if you just spill it all out and you put it all on the table, then there's nothing to go back on. You don't have to. You can always move forward with a clear mind. And every decision you make and everything you do, you know that there's nothing you're not saying. You've said everything that needs to be said. And you either like it or you don't, or you want to work with it or you don't, whatever, which way it goes, it's up to you. Well, that's what it is, because I'm going to give you guys an amazing example of why this is important. Imagine you're the man and you meet a fantastic woman, right? 
and you're pouring into her, she's pouring into you, but you're pouring into each other, right? So picture the relationship as a vase, right? But let's say you're not sharing certain things. You're leaving certain things out. You're not really telling their past or anything like that. When the person keeps pouring into you, that vase is eventually going to start to crack. Mm. Cracks are going to start and water is going to start to leak out in some places, right? You're going to start to see certain behaviors. You're going to start to see certain things start to leak out of that vase and wondering what's going on. And then you're going to try to patch the vase up with bandages or whatever. And then eventually the vase breaks. And then you're wondering what happened? How did I end up in a relationship like this? How did this go left? How did this go this way? It's because you weren't upfront before you started pouring into this person. You could have been like, look, I've been a cheater before, but I don't do that no more. Do you still want me to pour into you? The person's either going to say yes or no, because in that way, they know what's being poured into them. Mm. And I mean the relationship. Mm. So that way, if cracks do appear, you patch them up right away. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I was going to say, I mean, other than cheating, um, do you feel that the past, um, the, 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 the past determines the future in that sense, other than cheating? Well, it depends on what we're talking about, because again, it could it be childhood traumas? Could it be anything? And that's the thing, because when you're dating someone and two lives become one, you need to know what you're dealing with at the end of the day. Even if it's outside of other relationships, you need to know what their childhood was like. You need to know, um, you know, do they have any childhood traumas? You need to know sexual history. You need to know a lot of things before you commit to that. Because it will be a serious conversation that you guys will have at some point. Yeah, for sure. And and And, what are you going to do, lie? Yeah. And that's why I suppose where I started off this show saying, no, it doesn't define your future. Um, I I think that, again, just to put it back in there again, it's like you just said, if it's childhood childhood tra- traumas and stuff like that, I think it, everyone has to go for a healing process. And if nobody, if people don't go for a healing process, Michael, I think... You, you, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna define your future. And it's well, they become destructive members of society. Right. Yeah, it becomes. It's not. I think everyone needs to have a way to be able to deal with things that have happened and be able to let it go, and forgive the situations, forgive yourself to be able to move forward so that your future is bright, not doomed. Well, your and present doomed. is bright, and then your, your future is even brighter. Absolutely, absolutely well said. And it really is your present moment because, you know, every time you go through and you clear something out of you and you can find what triggers of what triggers have taken place and you can deal with them, man, it, what a huge difference it makes to people's life. And every and it's first and foremost, it, this starts with a relationship with yourself. So if your relationship with yourself is quite destructive in itself, um, because of your thought process, because of the way your your actions that you take, and that's going to reflect everywhere else anyway in every relationship. Because it's the relationship with you that's that's most important. Because you're always going to wake up to you, and you're always going to go to sleep to you, and you're yeah, going to be with you, you in between. Tone. Yeah, you set the tone absolutely. So I think it's so important to um, for people to recognize these things in them. You know, that's amazing. Well, I'm again. I'm going to just pause the show for a second. Look, we have five people in here. We really appreciate you guys being in here. 
This is why we switched to an evening show so we can reach more people. Um, so thank you very much for the five that were in there. Greatly appreciate it. But see, that's why as I tell you, honestly, I think anybody on this live or anybody on this podcast can actually reflect and say, damn, because we all have exes. Let's be honest. We all have exes or whatever. If you would have known certain things up front, you probably would have given a different answer. Mm. You probably would have said no. Yeah. And it would just, like you said rightfully earlier on, it would save you so much time and energy and everything. But in the same breath, when I say that, Michael, I think you sometimes we need to have these things happen in our, in our world in order for us to really define what we do want. Because, you know, if you don't have like challenges in relationships or to say everything's been smooth glory, which isn't life. But no. I mean, like if most of the time and you don't experience this kind of things in relationships, then how do you get to the great relationship? Because every relationship's going to have its ups and downs. And I suppose yes. if you've got, if you've been in ones that have been, that have created quite a lot of pain, then I think you need to appreciate them and not, like hate on them because actually they've taught you what not to go for and where that to is focus true. next, right? That is true. But imagine if that pain could have been avoided. Think about it. For example, do you think anybody wants to be cheated on? No, because no. once you become cheated on, your perspective of things changes. You yes, might have but- trust issues. You might have like, you might be on edge so a lot of times the saying will say well hey you need to go through it and experience to realize what you don't want but the thing is a lot of times you can just sit down and 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 kind of cast the net and realize man i can't deal with a serial cheater i can't deal with someone that's like this instead of putting yourself in the position to like deal with it and then say now that i've suffered this way now i know i really can't deal with it but it's like yeah, and I hear that, but I think if if people can um, recognize it and then be able to just walk away, which I think this is a big problem as well, that people don't know how to walk away. They find it really difficult to let go. But I think this is where uh, you know a non-attachment to people. Um, if you well, let's clear that, that up. Is it letting go, or is it just heightened awareness? that that relationship is not the relationship for you. Well, I think it's both. The relationship's not for you and let it go, man. Move on. If somebody's cheated on you, don't listen to those BS excuses of, um, you know, a lot of the time you'll find that someone's cheating, they'll make it that it's you. They'll try and put the point in the finger at you and make you feel, especially, I don't know, I'm a woman, so I can only go on the woman's mm-hmm. side of things here, but where it's... Um, you think, uh, how was I going to say it? I'm trying to think of how it's been said to me in the past where they've come and said, um, you're the one that's cheating. You're the one that's doing this. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you're going crazy. You're, you're mad. How do you, how can you think that about me? You're, you know, you'd hear this a lot. A lot of women can say that a lot of men would say to them, you're crazy. And when you hear a man say you're crazy, walk away in that moment. <laughs> Just walk. <laughs> well, see, the reason why we I wanted to do this podcast and talk about this, the past to find the future, because I know a lot of wonderful women and men who have been cheated on. And because of those experiences, now they're afraid to date. 
they're afraid to get involved. That's not healthy. That's not healthy either, Michael. It's not healthy to be like that. But you see, like that defines. Yeah, but you can't put everybody and just because someone's done that to you, there's seven and a half billion people out here. You can't say that person's done that to me, so I'm frightened to go and date someone else. That means that that person needs healing and be able to move forward, right? Because otherwise you're holding on to your past and it is defining you in, in, in a negative way, not in a positive way. But you also got to look at it too. When people are in their feelings, they don't care about anything else. They care about this has happened to me. It def- a lot of times situations, people will let situations define them. Yes. So that's what will make them afraid to want to date or trust again because of the pain was so great. They, they let that define them. That's like, okay, that's me. When no, that's just a circumstance that happened to happened. you. It's Doesn't not define you. you. But that's what I'm trying to say is it leaves everlasting scars for a lot of people because they either A, don't really date again, they don't really trust, they're on edge, they're edgy, and they don't know how to to trust again because of the damage that's been done. And that's a past defining moment for them that they've maybe never really addressed. But I think that people really have to learn to, to... to deal with their past because you become a victim mm-hmm. to it. And See, then you're that's in- a better way to say it, to deal with it. But because you, we could just let go. Well, I don't want to, because their feelings are attached to the, to the moment, to yeah. that, to that thing. Right. But when you detach your feelings and you tell someone deal with it, there's, that's a, there's a difference of like, you need to address that this has happened to you. Yeah. It's not just let it go. They're like, but my feelings. Yeah, and I, I mean, let it go as in like, let the relationship go, walk from that. But like you said, it's, um, yeah, I, I just think if you keep holding on to things that have happened and do, and allowing yourself to be, de- be defined by those experiences, then you, you, your life's not going to blossom because you keep no, holding no. yourself. You're holding yourself as, it's like having a picture. You've got a picture of yourself as how you were and you're keeping yourself as that. But actually we're evolving beings. We're always growing. Like experiences help us to become become more of who we are. We can become more of who we are. But if, actually if you're holding on to those experiences and using them as an, it's like using it as an excuse in a sense. It's been and, and being a victim and having a victim mentality and that victim mentality will keep you there. And you don't need to do that to yourself as far as I'm concerned. There is so, and especially in today's society, how things are, you go on the internet, you can find different courses or you can find books or anything that can help you through that process. Like, you know, you don't have to go and pay for somebody. You can just go and get some books and some audios and listen, take some notes and implement what's being said, you know. Um, because it's a shame to see so many people s- stuck, Michael. It really is. Like you well, just they're living it. with their ghosts of their past. So they're, yes. they're living with past ghosts. Yes, yes. And I don't think we need to do that to ourselves, not in this day and age. Well, look, if we're being honest, again, and that's what we do on this podcast. Look, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I've lost some good girls. I have. But it, it, I've just learned to accept it. Mm. I've lost some fantastic women. Do I wish sometimes they were here? Yes. But at the same time, I accept it because I'm like, that's just a part of life. Mm. It is. 
Mm, so I don't want is. that to ever permit prevent me from meeting someone new mm. and exciting because I still have ghosts of the past. Mm. So I think that's why it's important for everybody to address it. But at the same time, as I said, you can't, you can't knock someone for not wanting to date you because you have a spotty past. Mm, absolutely. No, I agree with that too. I think there's, you know, and I okay. mean that in the nicest way possible, because let's say you're a woman that's been cheated on and you have never dealt with the cheating or whatever, right? And you meet a nice guy and you actually start to like him and you tell him, yeah, I've been cheated on him. And he says, no, I can't date you. Why? Because he doesn't want to take the risk of the trauma, the pain. Maybe if you, maybe if you start dating this man, you're going to question everything that he does because yeah, you're going to think he's cheating on you. Yeah, but if you turned up and say, "Yeah, I've been cheated on," but to be fair, I've dealt with it. I've this right. is I've done A, B, C, D, and E, and I am at this point right now. And you can really express to how you're feeling today rather than how it was, and you can turn up with a knowing in yourself that that is what happened, but that's not what I'm expecting from you. It's not what I expect in my life, and you know I am standing here right now as a. Uh, with a new thought process towards a new person in front of me. And I'll mm. never attach them two together. Like that was a person that happened and you're not that person. And if you can show up in that sense and let that person know, then they, they might, if they, they I, I believe that they'll give you the opportunity. Yeah, to because, be able you to because you were honest. Yeah. It's the same thing with a girl. She meets a guy and he's like, yeah, I've been cheated on. She might be like, yeah, he might have like trust issues or whatever. And she might not want to take the, the risk mm. and you can't hate that but at least if you explain to say as anthea said hey like yes i've been cheated on but i've taken the time to heal i've gone to therapy i've done xyz to become a better human productive human being the person back then is not the person standing in front of you now mm. i think the person would be more object but that's the that's what i keep saying we need to be honest and give people the opportunity to say yes or no, or the people to say, is this something I want to commit to? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing that you've got to be, I think you just, just want to just say an awareness of, but like sometimes when you, and I think, again, this is going to be because it's the wrong person for you, where sometimes you give people information and they use that to load their gun, to be able to fire the view when something hasn't gone their way. And they well, that's why you shouldn't date them at all. Like if right. you're dating somebody and you're telling them uh, intimate and private things and they are using it against you, then you know that that's the wrong Right. That's why I started. Yeah, absolutely. It's why, you know, you've got, you've always got to have a very high level of awareness when getting involved with someone. I think that is really important. I agree. I agree. So look, guys, this was going to be a shorter the podcast ones, we're going to try to keep them short and sweet for you guys. Um, we really appreciate you guys, as I said, just coming on and, and adapting to our schedule of us doing an evening show. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of viewers. Hopefully, we can get more engagement from you guys. As you said, on our, I'm trying to run our podcast as a business. And when you come here, we do have expectations. And that is that you like and support and subscribe. We don't ask you to pay for anything. We just ask you to smash the like button. Follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, any platform you decide. We provide the platform. We just want you guys to support it. So 
again, we greatly appreciate everything that you guys do. Hopefully you appreciate everything that we do. And we will see you guys on Friday. See you later, everyone. Have a good evening or day, wherever wherever you are in the world. Wherever you are in the world. <laughs>